0: Welcome back to Nothing to Say, the Fan's Podcast, episode 151. Uh, Before we get started, thank you all for tuning in. We always really do appreciate it. I hope you had a great week. Sorry for the late episode this week, Um, but uh, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Today is going to be, at least the first half is going to be primarily focused on the NBA, as we have not talked about our beloved Sacramento Kings in a while. But before we get started, Sam, how was your week? Um, 40, 50, 60-hour work week still?
1: yeah uh, it was a little tough i i gotta tell you something off podcast that i completely forgot um but we don't have to talk about it here super right. anticlimactic great podcasting right there but you just gotta <laughs> leave them wanting more i think at the end exactly. of the
0: day exactly um i do have to i mean i have to say and it is because he officially made it public we have to I know that we congratulated him already, but our show has not congratulated him. So our friend of the show and one of our absolute best friends, Ben Welker, uh, just recently uh, got engaged um, to his lovely girlfriend and now Beyonce Anjali. So congrats to both of them. Um, I uh, I sent a message to the Sacramento Kings on social media. I asked for a, for a beam lighting for them. I never got a response. I was, I was pretty upset. Oh,
1: let's wait for the wedding. Let's we'll oh, see if it comes in.
0: That's true. That's true. So congrats, uh, to Ben and Anjali. Um, I, tr- I asked Ben if he could be on the show today. I asked if he was free, uh, but I think he's a little bit busy. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll try to get him on, uh, within the next couple of weeks because we definitely, the last, you know, the last time I'm sure that we had been on the show, it was probably talking about the Kings in a negative way. So it'd be nice to have him on the show so we could collectively all celebrate. Um, the Sacramento Kings, and as a matter of fact, let's do that right now. So let's roll the intro for Keeping Up with the Kings. All right. So the Sacramento Kings right now. Now uh, uh, we are filming this a Wednesday night. So the Kings just played the Milwaukee Bucks. They lost. Uh, they are now 13 and 10, uh, and they are fifth in the Western Conference. I'll just quickly give some thoughts about the game. I think this game for me, and it was it was something if you've been watching the Kings, you already knew, but I think it got kind of exaggerated in this game a little bit. The Kings have, I think, one fatal flaw. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to come up against a lot of teams because I don't think a lot of teams are built the way the Milwaukee Bucks are, but the Kings are so small. And you can see it against a team like Milwaukee when you know they have when they have a lineup that consists of Giannis, Middleton, Brooke Lopez, um, and I don't, well, Grayson Allen's not huge. Drew Holiday isn't huge, but they're just up front. They're absolutely gigantic with Lopez, Middleton, and Antetumbo, and I know that, like I said, Holiday's not huge, but he plays like a freaking wrecking ball. Mm. Um, He probably outweighs De'Aaron by like 30 pounds, um, and he doesn't move like it. Um, I think that got exposed during this game. They just, they couldn't, They couldn't secure the rebounds that they needed. They were out-rebounded 50 to 40. The Bucs got 17 offensive rebounds. The Kings only got eight. Um, And then I points in the paint, the Bucs had 56. Kings had 48, but still. um, I think if they come up against teams like that are kind of built like Milwaukee, I think those are the teams that they're going to struggle with uh, the most. I I know they've beaten the Lakers this year. The Lakers are kind of big. i mean i would say i'm struggling to think of teams who are as big as milwaukee you know what i mean
1: yeah i totally luckily for the kings that's really not the way of the nba i think you have to really be lucky and have that um stretch guy that's able to play like i think the lakers are a good example with lebron uh ad they can go big with another big in there um not a lot of teams are built like that because of those individuals and what they're able to possess. I, mean, I just don't think Milwaukee is going to be a great team all year. They pose a lot of threats for everyone. I mean, they won the finals a couple of years ago, and they're pretty much playing the exact same team out there. Uh, the Kings just can't match up. Well, I guess they've played better defensively, uh, but that's a tall ask for them to go out there against them.
0: Yeah,
1: literally. <laughs> um, but I I agree with you in that they are very reliant on Sabonis' securing rebounds. Yes. And if he doesn't get it, then that's, that's tough. I mean, they are just outside of Sabonis, which is already an undersized big. They're pretty undersized at every position outside mm-hmm. of maybe De'Aaron at point. But I mean, you're playing Kevin Herter is getting... Is kind of a mismatch. Uh, Barnes at the four is kind of small for, against some lineups. Keegan,
0: he's only, he's only six eight.
1: I mean, Keegan's a good, good matchup at the three, but when you're so small at important positions in the front front line, I mean, a taller wing is kind of tough to make that difference. Uh, they gang rebound really well, but and when they come up against that team where there's that big guy um steven adams i think when they played memphis mm, just yes. ripped them apart right um and kind of not dominated Sabonis because i think Sabonis had a way better stat line offensively but it was like there's just plays where the kings need that big stop in this close game and adams would come up with it right because he's so much bigger than Sabonis. I think that's just I think that's just something the Kings have to live with because they are a matchup problem themselves.
0: Yeah. So Adams had 16 rebounds in that game recently against the Kings. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the Kings can create like you said, the Kings can create mismatches because they are so small and they're so fast. Um, Mm -hmm. They're they're so hard to keep up with. It's so fun saying that now um as as a fan because they really do create a lot of matchup problems because everybody on there everybody in their starting five can shoot the ball and can shoot the ball well Savonis will take a three every once in a while and he's not he won't take a lot but you can't expect i mean you when he shoots it it's one of those things where it's like okay i feel pretty good about it if he's wide open because um, he he knocks him down more than even more than I realize sometimes um, and he's a great passer so you kind of have to go out there on him otherwise you're just going to give him all these lanes to find people um, and because of their speed because they're so fast and not only because they're starting five is so fast but you sub in Malik Monk who's just a freaking energizer bunny Davion yeah. Mitchell will come in and just fly around the court and just kind of wreak havoc um, Metu's you know he's a big guy, but he runs the floor really well. Trey Lyle, well, he's runs undersized well.
1: and he's playing and he, the yeah. Five.
0: He's undersized too, yeah. Um, and KZ has been getting some run, and he doesn't provide a lot of offensive uh firepower, but he's good on defense and he hustles a lot. Like, they when they sub people in, they don't slow down, like, they play the same way. Um, just the one thing that is you know. That's a similarity between the starting lineup and the bench. The other similarity is they can't sub in people to get bigger. Um, so well, Alex think I th- on the roster, they do have Alex. <laughs> uh, um, so I think you're right. I think it's something that they're just going to have to live with. Um, mm-hmm. And it's worked have- out
1: so far. I mean, we've talked about yeah. it. They're a good team. I think they spread the rebounds out. I think Fox gets close to four and I eight um i think keegan probably needs to step it up a little bit more um but malik monk six rebounds in tonight's Mm -hmm. game which you don't really expect from your shooting guard i think they team rebound really well but it's just that that matchup down low where it's like gotta help sabonis out here
0: yeah it's like playing against uh in this road trip playing against philly that might be tough um, with Joel down there that's going to yeah. be a tough matchup for Sabonis um, mm-hmm. playing against like you said Steven Adams who's not an offensive uh, juggernaut but he gets rebounds like nobody else um, that might be kind of tough uh, you go up against Denver when um, you have uh, Jokic and I by don't the way <laughs> that
1: matchup. I don't mind that matchup very much
0: well, just from a size standpoint, but in, from an athleticism standpoint, no. Yeah, I think you feel good about Sabonis. I think Which, Sabonis way, pairs
1: up pretty well with the Jokic. Uh,
0: December 27th and then December 28th, there are back-to-back mm-hmm. games in Denver. Kings Denver. <laughs> Kings Denver. That's so weird.
1: In, um, in Sacramento. Uh, yeah,
0: right. back-to-back. Yeah, it, yeah, it's in Sacramento, both games. So. Uh,
1: you want um, to go? To honestly,
0: one of them? honestly sure (laughs) are you going to be in town
1: (laughs) yeah i'll be in town both those days
0: all right let's do it Um, Pencil me
1: in for one of them
0: absolutely i can make that drive um yeah so overall i mean i think they played well against the bucks they hung in there literally until the last like four minutes of the game last four minutes of the game um it just kind of started to get away from them um, mm-hmm. but they played really well. Um, and I think it's noticeable that the Bucs are probably a class above the Kings right now, but I don't think it's unreasonable to say that later on down the road, the Kings could beat the Bucs. If it was a seven-game series, no, you would definitely favor the Bucs. Um, I think it's a
1: 5-1 or 4-1 suite. Like, yeah. It's a five-game series at that point.
0: But in terms of the Kings being able to compete with them, yeah they can compete i don't think there's a team in the league that i feel bad when they like where i walk into the game going oh dude the kings are just going to get blown out i think we're past the mm. point with the kings where it's like it's not just a hot start they're a good team and as a fan you feel good about whatever team they're playing uh against uh, on any given night which is just a nice thing to say
1: <laughs> well and you know the great equalizer is right i don't know how a coaching change just makes that big of a difference, but the extra passing in the, Mm -hmm. I think that's been a big mantra in Sacramento for a long time because it gets highlighted so much of like, Oh, giving up a great shot, uh, giving up a good shot for a great shot. Like, look at that. It happens every once in a while, but it's like every possession with this team, but they're getting it in the paint. Like they're getting wide open stuff in the paint cutting Given things like that, I wish I'd see it more often, especially with the second unit. I think it kind of stalls and is very Malik Monk dependent um, and really relying on Sabonis to really like he's got the ball in his hands for 16, 17 seconds on a shot clock in that second unit.
0: The nice thing with Sabonis though is that he runs the two-man game so well with anybody, Mm -hmm. whether it's Fox or Herder or Monk or Davion. He is just one of those guys where you plug him into a team and he will just be everybody's favorite player because he will set screens for you. He will find you. He's great on offense. He's really good on defense. He played like I, he has been, he's been like my favorite player this year, just from an overall standpoint of what he's been able to do. It's Um, so consistent. Yeah. And Malik Monk. Oh my gosh. What a, what a pickup that has been. I could to argue that he is as important as anybody on
1: the team I it's incredible it's incredible what a change of scenery and maybe a reuniting with a former teammate that you have a yeah. friend uh close friend has but just the passion the enjoyment that that guy is having and the i think the confidence that this team exudes kevin herter gone through yeah. the biggest slump probably his career where he went like two for 30 from three still putting it up. I still want him to put it up. He went three of six tonight. Super happy to see that he had that success, but like, he has the ultimate green light like Malik monk takes contested shots, but it yeah. looks good every single time. The um, dude just He is that offense on the second unit it's it's awesome to see from a guy that was that touted coming out of college right i mean this is a top 10 overall pick and he's really coming through it really makes you scratch and wonder why la let him go because they'd really be using him now
0: Mm -hmm. how much help would he have right and he is underpaid
1: he's for sure underpaid
0: you'd rather have malik monk than russell westbrook right now i think maybe yeah i mean i mean westbrook as of recently, that's played a lot better, but I think you'd have rather have Malik than Westbrook at the moment. I don't think that's an outrageous thing to say. I'm gonna do this right now to, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna keep doing this.
1: That's why I didn't say anything.
0: That way we know.
1: You okay? Who's that? Huh? Oh.
0: Okay. That's the black screen, so that way we're good. All right. Um, I think the yeah. only
1: question I have is, and it's really got to be the thing that I think needs to be answered. I've seen everything. I need to see the defense is sharpened up. This offense mm-hmm. isn't going away. Three point shooting hasn't gone away. Uh, even though they rolled a little bit, they were still able to get wins um, and really adapted to that like attack at the paint a lot more,
0: which I love to see. So what's going on with Fox? Uh, I mean, yeah, he's going through a little bit of a slump right now. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I, um, it's tough to say because I don't think he's not I don't think he's not being aggressive but I do feel like there there is cuz I, I feel like there is a a little bit of a noticeable difference when he sort of pushes everybody aside and goes I'm going to win us this game and I don't feel like I've seen him do that recently. It's not that he hasn't played well cuz he's played well but he's not playing to the level that he was to start the season. And I think it just might be because he he doesn't seem to be playing with that. I'm I'm going to will us to the win, and I don't know if it's because he realizes that he doesn't have to do that because the team around him is so reliable. Um, but I don't know. I I I'm, I really don't know because, like I said, I can't I can't sit here and say that he's played poorly because he hasn't played poorly. He just hasn't played. Up to his to, Yeah, to the to what his I mean, frankly, yeah, to his standard. That's that's the appropriate word for it.
1: I think the biggest thing for me, because I like, like you said, when they're winning and he's putting up 15, 16, I think he's playing really well and really within himself, within the offense, within the flow, not forcing anything. But I think it's those the difference is when they come up against these good teams and it's a battle, we need him to take over. Mm-hmm. um i think it's and we've seen it we've seen it this year that fox has been able to take it over and it, it might be a case of the shot just doesn't feel right and yeah. teams are playing him to drive so much to where he just feels like he can't produce or maybe it's hey you read the hot hand of a uh, terrence davis and malik monk uh harrison Barnes has been playing a lot better the last week uh, a sabonis you're running it through but I think when Fox is on, he is completely unstoppable.
0: Yeah, he can get whatever shot he wants. So I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's been. I, I think maybe it's just an aggressiveness thing. Is the only thing that I can point to of him just needing to go. I'm gonna take over this game, and you guys will follow me. Um, but again, he hasn't played poorly. I can't sit here and say that Fox is slumping. Per se, he's just not um, playing to his standard. And if you want to call that a slump, that's fine. But I think you can only justifiably call it a slump if the play on the court is poor. And I don't think it's been poor by any means. Um, yeah. So they've got a couple uh, They've got a couple tough games coming up. They're on a six-game road trip. They just played uh, Milwaukee to start it off. They played the Cavs, the Knicks, the 76ers. Those are three really tough teams. The Raptors are um, no joke and the Pistons, you'd like to think um, that you could get a win there. So I think as long they're 13 and 10 right now, as long as I mean, three and three, I think is what you hope for. I mean, going 500 on every road trip is kind of what you strive for. Um, And uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you snag one, uh, one or two against, um, I mean, out of the Cavaliers, the 76ers, the Knicks and the Raptors those four games i mean you you'd like to highlight the Knicks and the raptors and say those are the most gettable but if you could steal one against the cavaliers and the 76ers that would be that would be nice i think the easier one to do would probably be the 7 i don't know i think the Cav- i mean they beat the cavaliers but i think they don't match up i think they match up much better with cleveland
1: uh, Cavs are one of those teams that we talked about, super lengthy with uh, Mobley and um, Allen. I mean, uh, true, team. true. Um, so they're one of those teams that it's like, man, that's a tough ask, and they got really good guard play. Um, Philly is just not, not a good matchup for them. I think Embiid can get whatever he wants yeah. at any moment, and that's no shot at at, at uh, Sabonis because Embiid is. A top five player in the nba um it's really going to be important for them to stop everyone else i think tobias harris has lit up the kings a couple times in the past hopefully keegan maybe but he's he's such a um, a savvy veteran if you will yeah, he that is. he gets he gets looks um i don't i don't anticipate james harden going off
0: no, really? I think they can handle James. I really do. I think I think they've got the players to frustrate him. I think Terrence Davis can frustrate him. I think Davion can absolutely frustrate him. I think Fox, if he wants to, can frustrate him. Um, mm-hmm. It's just going to be a matter of they're going to have to like double and beat every single time. They're going to have to because Sabonis. Yeah, Sabonis is gonna. He Sabonis might be able to stop him twenty five percent of the time, but the other. And that, like I said, like you said, that's not a slight to Sabonis. That's just how good Joel is. They just don't match up well with the 76ers. So between the Cavs and the 76ers, they've already beaten the Cavs. So you'd like to think they have some confidence going into that game. Um, if they stop Joel, which is so much easier said than done, then sure. Maybe you you stay Tobias and James Harden. You guys are going to beat us this game. Um, I
1: think that um, that – uh, second game of the back-to-back against Toronto is pretty tough because they looked the Kings looked bad in that uh, back-to-back they had earlier against uh, Boston and Atlanta yeah. right they looked, well it they was looked pretty it was slay-ish. the
0: Grizzlies they played the Grizzlies and they won and then they went to Atlanta um, is that what it was yeah I'm looking at it right now yeah they won that really tough game uh, in Memphis, and then they just started off super slow, and Atlanta never recovered. Yeah. So,
1: so that's that's tough. to On one of those games that you think they should win to just have that extra element of, man, this is an East Coast road trip, and we got back-to-back, maybe a tough game in Philly, definitely physical. You could really um, overlook that Toronto team, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, they play five games in eight days. So, and you you have good teams pretty much on all of those nights. I mean, I know the Pistons aren't an amazing team, but the Kings barely beat them the last time they played. Um,
1: Hey, Marvin Bagley.
0: Oh, um,
1: can we really quickly, I think we're pretty much concluding the Kings talk. You want to talk about uh, Buddy Heald and Tyrese coming back?
0: Uh, Sure. Quickly. Um, I love that they cheered Tyrese. That was outstanding. I did not understand the blues for buddies. I I know that, I know that buddy um, wasn't always the the greatest defender of all time. And he went through a lot of really up and down slumps with the Kings, but um, there's no reason to boo buddy healed. I, that was, that was odd to me.
1: Yeah. To me that, and it was every time it was throughout the entire game.
0: Yeah, that was weird.
1: I'm wondering if he had like comments or something.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. That was that was strange to me. I love loved that they were cheering Tyrese. That was absolutely warranted. Um but the booing of yeah, the booing of Buddy was was quite strange. I'm glad that Tyrese is playing super well for Indiana. That's outstanding. Um buddy seems to be playing well for them uh so i mean good for good for both of them
1: um can we can we put the talks of who won the trade to bed both teams came out
0: benefit great on the other
1: side i i think everyone can look at that Um, there should be no ill will between tyrese and the kings i think that's just that's sort of been the thing from this last year of like Tyrese has this grudge against the Kings. but if anything, it should be a huge compliment that he got traded for an all-star it's a bonus.
0: Yeah, and Tyrese very well might end up being an all-star. For sure. yeah, he should. he's got he's got absolutely um the case to be uh, an all-star in the east right now.
1: So most improved player watch, too. I mean, there's a lot of things that he's doing. Uh, they got uh, Matherin, too, who's in the Rookie of the Year conversation. He looks good. He really does. He's got yeah, that. He's
0: good.
1: He's got kind of that personality, at least just from watching him against the Kings. Where He's talking the whole time, and he's reacting to a lot of these calls and stuff. He's, I can see him as one of those players I'm not going to jive with <laughs> <laughs> as he's in the league.
0: You know, my least favorite player for the longest time was James Harden, not because of his personality or anything. I mean, not because, like, I know not personally or think he's a bad guy or anything, but just by the way he played. My least favorite person in the league, my least favorite player in the league to watch right now is Dylan Brooks. Memphis. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, man. He just aggravated. I. I want to punch him in the face every That's time. His job. That's his, his, I know his he does goal. it so well. and I'm sure he's a great guy, but on the court, oh, my God. I, But he, I tell you what, he's one of those guys who you hate to play against and just want to rub it in his face when you do something well against him. But those type of players are the people you want on your team. Um, he's like, so, like a Patty, Dylan
1: Brooks. Patrick Beverly type.
0: Yeah, Dylan Brooks has, been, has become the guy who – I just don't like it at all.
1: I can't hate him. He went to Oregon. Uh, whatever. Um,
0: all right, that'll uh, that'll conclude uh, our Kings talk for today. Uh, we will obviously revisit the Kings uh, next week. Uh, we'll see where they stand after their after their road trip and kind of coming towards the end. Uh, the other big. Uh, well, not the other, the biggest, I would say, I think the biggest story that happened this past week, we're not going to talk about the games last week uh, because by the time this episode comes out, it's not going to be relevant. But one thing that is relevant is Mr. Irrelevant um, on the 49ers right now, Um, which, which, you know, what? I'll let you take the floor on the 49ers because what ended up happening with Jimmy, what ended up happening with Jimmy G was just, I'm not even a fan of the team. And I felt bad for every 49
1: <laughs> No, I feel bad for, for Jimmy. I, the day of Ian Rapport reports that the Niners and Jimmy Garoppolo are open to reuniting next year. I Who would have thought that was going to happen? To where they might even bring him back long term and then sit Trey Lance longer. Like he legitimately won his job back. Mm-hmm. And then... Boom, in an instance in the first quarter, he's potentially out for the year. Reports are coming in that he could return to the playoffs. Uh, Shanahan kind of shot those down and was like, no, that's a long shot. Um, It's just sad, really, from that perspective to where this guy had totally rehabilitated his image within the organization, within the league. Um, I think he had major value going into this offseason, if you're just talking from a financial standpoint. And now he adds another question mark to his story of like, yeah, talented, can win, gets injured. And this was totally out of his control. Um, but it's just one of those things where guys get injured a little more frequently than others. Uh, speaking of Brock Purdy.
0: Brock Purdy, <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant.
1: It definitely, I don't think you can sit there and say that it doesn't cap this offense. The fact that Jimmy is gone and a guy that has zero starts under his belt and has so few of throws. I I would have said the same thing if Trey Lance were starting now. I mean, this offense is just capped and limited now. The good thing is this is probably the easiest run offense in the NFL at this point, throw it down to Christian McCaffrey, let him do something. Debo, let him do something. They're not even utilizing Kittle very much. And I think that'd be a huge asset for Brock. Um I as they go gonna, forward. I are gonna
0: have to start using Kittle more. He's gonna yeah. have to be a security blanket.
1: And IUK's having a breakout year. I think there's no no doubt about it. I, this is the easiest, most self-explanatory. I think like it's an AI-driven car at this point, with what Kyle's doing. Yeah. Um, but you just know there's gonna be Three to four big time throws that Brock has to make, and is he is he good enough to make those throws? I, from what we saw this last weekend, yeah, he might be. (laughs) But you can't. I mean, Davis Mills looked great last year and looks awful this year. Heineke looks good. Different
0: offense though. Different offense, different coach, different players. It's a
1: young quarterback.
0: True, but I don't.
1: He hasn't seen every defense. Like, there's just a thing to be said that Jimmy offered that much experience to where he's just been through it.
0: Yeah. So I have have really two things um, to say about this, and I'll start with the the Brock Purdy thing. He played well. Um, Yeah. I think he played, (laughs) that's the nice thing, when you go into something where everybody has zero expectations um, for you, because if you accomplish anything, then it's marvelous um and you go out there and it's 25 completions 37 attempts uh 210 yards two touchdowns through a pick um but uh i think you can excuse the pick given the fact that this dude at the beginning of the season probably imagined that he would never step on the football field with um garoppolo and lance both being on the uh on the roster. So for him to come in and play as well as he did, if you listened to get up at all this week, they sort of broke down um, some of the throws that he made and everybody on set seemed to be pretty, you know, Ryan Clark, um, Dan Orlovsky, Rex Ryan, they all were like, he, he came in and he played really well um, Mm. under, especially under the circumstance. Um, And he made some really good throws. Um, The offense is tailor made for quarterback protection, (laughs) Um, whether that be the offensive scheme that they run, uh, or the players that they have, you know Christian McCaffrey, Debo, um, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, they've got so many people who can help uh, Purdy. They also have the best left tackle in the league as well. Um, so Purdy's got a lot going in his um, a lot going his way, and if he can just be serviceable, um, then. I think the 49ers easily make it to the playoffs. Um, and I, think, I don't think that should be
1: in question. They should make yeah, it to the playoffs.
0: Depending on depending on who they play, I think they definitely have a very good shot at at least getting past the first round. Um, mm-hmm. So, and then the other thing that I will have to say is I'll, is about Jimmy. Um, we all know that he is an, he's a fan favorite in the locker room uh, with all the players. Fan favorite. He's a player favorite. Everybody loves him. Um, i was like there's
1: no fans in the locker room so right right that probably doesn't Uh, help him
0: he's a favorite among uh the 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 women love him women (laughs) love him (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you know with how well he was playing whether or not they were going to bring him back in a long-term deal who knows but let's say that they didn't think about all of the places that are going to be looking for quarterbacks next year you think the jets wouldn't get better with Jimmy Garoppolo, they would get they exponentially better. They exponentially should have traded better. for him
1: this year. They should have traded they, for him in the offseason.
0: Yeah, they they would get exponentially better with Jimmy G. And um, what about what about the Colts? Colts yep. would be looking for a quarterback. Um, I know it's not a great team. The Texans would be looking for a quarterback. Um, it's a job. It's a job. The Commanders might be looking for a quarterback. Saints, um, next year definitely knows for Saints will be looking for one Panthers um, Panthers definitely going to be looking for one if if they retire the Bucks might be looking for a quarterback the Packers might be looking for a quarterback there were a lot there are a lot of hell even the Lions who would you rather have as your starting quarterback right now Jared Goff or Jimmy Garoppolo I don't know I think Goff has played well enough to keep that job but Oh, I think
1: he's having a great year for Detroit.
0: Right, but it's one of those things where if it became available, maybe. <laughs> um,
1: it, I think it's so tough to evaluate, Jimmy, if you're not running the same offense.
0: That is, yeah. That's I think
1: it's It's so difficult to look at what he could do with your team if you're just like, uh, we don't really see him make those throws. Like he's not throwing guys... And it's, it's going to sound like a shot. He's not really throwing guys open, right? right? It's all designed, right? Which is no slight to him. Um, and, but I think the Texans need that. I think they need, or maybe they just need stability up top. And he's, I, we've seen it. Like we have seen him play at a really high level. When he first got to San Francisco in 2017, the dude was lighting it up, making every single throw. So is that still there? Who
0: knows? <laughs> Who knows?
1: Only only Jimmy knows. I think yeah. the to cap this, um, I am so glad that they did not get Baker Mayfield. I think that oh. would have been <laughs> awful for this team. I think I think that would have been a disaster. The dude gets shipped out of Cleveland, goes to Carolina. What is he? Last two starts. And then it's like, oh man, are the Niners going to go get Baker Mayfield, the best quarterback available? Like, please don't. Go get Colin Kaepernick. Go pull Drew Brees out of retirement. Go pull Philip Rivers out of retirement. Like,
0: anybody but Baker.
1: Paul Andrew Luck. I mean, he's (laughs) he's talking about how he's having regrets. Like, what are we talking? We're not, do not bring in Baker Mayfield. I'd much that's rather have Brock Purdy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right, I, it's funny because there were when it got announced that Baker got released, that's all I heard was, "Oh, probably the their Panthers are probably doing him a favor right now just as a hey, there's a job that became available.
1: Why um, would they they don't owe him anything?" Well,
0: that if was, anything. That was the speculation <laughs> that I was hearing and I I I agree. They didn't owe him anything, but
1: if anything uh, they should be like dude, what the heck? Why did we trade for you? Yeah, Like, what were we getting when we traded? We have Sam Darnold. We kept Sam Darnold on our team, and we traded for you to replace him. What does that say?
0: That says he didn't play well. Heck, I would at have all. rather
1: had Sam Darnold than Baker Mayfield.
0: Yes, I agree, because at least with Sam Darnold, you can say, well, he hasn't really ever been in a good situation. Does anybody really know what Sam Darnold is? I don't think so. I don't think that's fair to evaluate them. No. Um, you know what? You know what would have been interesting if they would have traded for like Mitch Trubisky.
1: Well, they can't. Um, they can't trade for anyone.
0: They can't trade for him. But like, I mean, in a, in a perfect world, wouldn't that have been interesting if the Steelers were like, okay, we're gonna stick with Kenny Pickett going forward. We're gonna do you a favor and release you.
1: Is um, uh, yeah. Mason Rudolph still on their roster? Uh,
0: I don't know.
1: But I don't even want Mason – Like, we've seen these guys not. It play wouldn't well. have happened.
0: But I'm just saying, like, how how fun would that have been? Um, but well, I, they're definitely going to make the playoffs.
1: Who knows? Holy cow!
0: Who knows if Jimmy is going to be back?
1: They still got to play the Raiders. We don't know if they're going to make the playoffs.
0: Oh, <laughs> hey, the Raiders are the hottest team in the league right now. <laughs> exactly. That's scary. Oh, man. And you know what? The thing about the Raiders, too, and the win against the Chargers was outstanding. Um, Josh Jacobs is the best running back in the league. (laughs) Um, He leads the NFL in like every single rushing stat. It's kind of crazy. The thing about the Raiders right now is I had said a couple weeks ago that the Raiders are just bad. And I had held off on saying that because they had played a couple games where I was like, they just they let it slip like they let it slip. You look back at those three games where they were up by 17 points. I don't think it's an unreasonable ask to say don't lose those games. <laughs>
1: mm.
0: If they had not lost those games, God the season just would look so different. They'd be 8 and 4 and you'd be looking at the playoffs right now. So you'd be looking at a division. So I don't funny. think I've 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 come back around to the they're not bad they're not a bad football team so don't
1: so don't fire Josh yet
0: no 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 I don't know I don't know at this point um <laughs> I really I really don't because part of the reason that I think that they've won these games is because their defense has found ways to make stops when it counted they gave up 34 points against the Seahawks the Seahawks have a top 10 offense in the league whatever their defense has been playing much better as of recent um and Josh McDaniels has been leaning so heavily on the run, finally, that it's opened up stuff. I think for the offense, like Devontae is having now one of his best seasons. Um, and I think the problem at the beginning was that they weren't using Josh that much, and then once McDaniels realized, oh. Jacobs is actually pretty good um it uh it opens up everything else and you think it like yeah.
1: it clicked in practice like Josh just made like a cut yeah. in walkthroughs and McDaniels was like we should we should call some plays for 28
0: probably run the ball a little <laughs>
1: more. wait Josh, wait 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 come here who is that guy yeah. that's Josh Jacobs he's been he's been an all all pro he's been a pro bowler really yeah. did we just sign him? that's so
0: weird dude he's coming up yeah i I just discovered this guy (laughs) (laughs) i'm a genius but i don't know what the stat is but i guarantee you most of the raiders wins over the past two seasons will have been when josh has carried the ball more than 20 times i don't know what the number is but i promise you their wins have come from when he has carried the ball more than 20 times um So, yeah. So the philosophy change. I I I do not take back a word that I said about McDaniel's for the first couple weeks of the season at all. He made some terrible decisions. It seemed like from a fan's perspective. We'll see what happens. But um, they've got a very very winnable game tomorrow night against the Rams. If they don't beat Baker Mayfield in the Rams. (laughs) Um, then you will hear me come back on here next week and go, no, 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 they are a bad team
1: <laughs> um, to lose to Jeff Saturday Colts and Baker Mayfield Rams oh
0: god, that would senior. be terrible that would be terrible um, the, I don't think they're going to make, t- I've heard a couple callers calling into a couple shows saying Raiders are going to win out look, they can beat the Rams I think they can beat the Patriots and I think they can beat the Steelers. The 49ers game just became more interesting. And they get the Chiefs at home. Could you write a script where they win all of those games? Yes. Is it realistic? I don't know. Uh, they have to
1: win out, right?
0: They have to win out. In order to have a lick of a chance, they have to win out.
1: Uh, what are they right now?
0: Five and seven. So they would they would finish the season 10 and seven, which that got them into the playoffs last season. Um, I they think
1: have
0: to drop one. Uh, you, I mean, yeah. You, but we kept saying that last year, right? They have to lose one of these. There's no way they're going to win out and make it to the playoffs, and they did. Um, so, but here's the thing. Let me let me ask you. I'll just run through the. I'll just run through the games right now. Okay. W- would you favor them against the Rams?
1: Oh, 100.
0: Okay, so they're playing at home the next week on a longer break against the Patriots favor them in that game
1: at home um yeah i think they should be favored would i be surprised if they lost that game you know bill belichick versus josh, Mc, josh mcdaniels he's been interesting coaching against josh mcdaniels for years now
0: interesting in practice
1: game. i bet but he locks his ass up
0: w- maybe we'll see we'll <laughs> see <laughs> we'll see um uh, but not unreasonable to favor them in that game yeah huh?
1: No, no. Okay.
0: The one against Pittsburgh, that one's in Pittsburgh. They beat them last year in Pittsburgh.
1: That's sneaky. Pittsburgh has been playing better.
0: They've been playing better. I still, and I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. I still think that they should be favored in that game. Yeah. One against the 49ers. I would have said there's no chance they win that. None. They're still as a team better than the Raiders, but.
1: Like head and shoulders.
0: They're yeah. They're a class above the Raiders right now. Um, But it just became a little bit more interesting now that Purdy's playing. You never know. Pass rush, maybe. We'll see. And then the one against the Chiefs, I don't even know what to say with the Raiders and the Chiefs. Because every time I look at the, every time they play, I go, yeah, the Chiefs will probably win. And then it's always a close game. Like, it is always a close game. The past, like, three seasons, they always play the Chiefs hard. So, I don't know. Could could they beat them? Sure, they have a few times over the past couple of years. Is it likely? I don't think so. Are the Chiefs but even going
1: to play their starters in that game? There's I mean... that
0: too. And if the Raiders are playing for their lives, then you're going to get the Raiders probably playing their absolute with their tails on fire that game. So there is a path for them, but it only works if they win out, and that's just going to be so hard. So um, I think as a fan, you're sitting there going. I don't know. You just got to take it week by week. And if we get to the, if they win these next three, then I think you can cross your fingers and go, okay. You know, because it's the last two that I think you're really worried about. It's the 49ers game and the Chiefs one to finish the season. Uh, but the other three, I think you can go, they can definitely win those. And then you'll just see where you are. Um, but um, all right. Well, I think, let's, a, I think the Niners
1: just blow them out, though. <laughs>
0: We were gonna. We talked about going to that game. I really wish we could.
1: The tickets get get cheaper.
0: Um. Well, with Brock Purdy playing, um, (laughs) who knows? Um, I'll have to. uh, I bet the
1: Raiders were to lose. Well, it doesn't matter. That stadium is so new in Vegas. There's no way prices drop. They they usually drop, uh, drop in price closer to the event.
0: I'm looking at them right now. And it looks like tickets are about four hundred bucks. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they're about four hundred bucks. So,
1: see Brock Purdy
0: play. To see Brock Purdy play. <laughs> I
1: will give you this. I think Devonte is going to go for one hundred and fifty in that game.
0: He's been going for one hundred and fifty a lot recently. Let's. Uh, speaking of Devontae, let's pick these games. Uh, we were we were nine games deep. <laughs> last week uh i won it would have been it, what made it interesting was the tie because then we theoretically could have tied. <laughs> um, that would have been cool that would have been fun but uh, i did end up pulling pulling uh pulling out the win so i think now we're tied mm-hmm. um all right so let's go raiders rams that is a thursday night game all right
1: first time this year i think i'm gonna pick the raiders
0: All right, I'm going with the Raiders as well. Uh, Vikings-Lions, that's in Detroit. Very interesting game.
1: I wish I watched the Vikings game this weekend. Um, I'm going to pick Detroit. Pick the high end.
0: The Lions have been playing so much better as of late. Um, They beat the Giants. They almost beat the Bills. They blew the doors off the Jaguars, um, and I don't think you. I don't think you trust Minnesota yet. It's so weird to say for a team that's ten and two, right? Um, I think I'm gonna go with Minnesota, though, in saying that. Although I don't, I don't trust that pick. But, Did they blow out the Jets? Uh, no. So they started to the first half. The Jets played probably their worst half of football that they played all season. They came storming back. And if Braxton Berrios would have caught the three, Braxton Berrios had a chance to catch a pass in the end zone to win the Jets the game. He dropped it. Um, As it was kind of deflected, kind of dropped. He should have caught it. Had he caught that, the Jets would have won the game. Whoa. So the Jets came absolutely storming back. That's big Uh, time information. Yeah. So um, I'm still going to take Minnesota, but I think I'm taking that. I don't feel confident in that at all, but I'm going to pick it right now just for parody. Um, Let's go Ravens Steelers. Uh, That one is in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I think I have to go Pittsburgh as well, just because of Lamar being out. Uh, Mm -hmm. Bengals Browns. Maybe the hottest team in the AFC right now against yeah, the yeah. second week of Deshaun Watson.
1: Ugh. No, you know, not Deshaun, he's the Cleveland Browns quarterback. You do not mention his name.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, let's go Bengals as well. Jets, Bills. That's in Buffalo.
1: Uh, give me Buffalo.
0: Yeah, I did December in Buffalo. Yeah.
1: Off of bye. I mean
0: They're yeah, they're going to want to absolutely pile on the Jets. Uh Cowboys Texans. They're not off of football. No,
1: they're well, off a Thursday night. Yeah, they're I, a long mini
0: week. mini buy. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, uh, what was it one more time?
0: Probably the biggest disparity of the week: Cowboys, Texans. <laughs> oh, Cowboys. yeah. Eagles, Giants in New York. Billy. Yeah.
1: Hey, how about uh, um, I- AJ Brown getting that the Titans GM fired?
0: that's crazy that's Nick Nick Sirianni game planning every play we're just gonna go to AJ every play just to show them what they missed out on
1: Monday Monday meetings hey AJ I know this could be a big game for you um what do you what are you feeling like uh will work this week just pass just throw me the ball
0: I'm getting this guy fired is gonna work for me
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm already on the Uh, phone with the Titans owner uh if I go for two tubs He's getting gone. He's getting fired.
0: Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Titans, Jaguars.
1: Is Tatum playing?
0: Um right. I believe so. I don't see. I don't see any injury update on that. It also looks like Lawrence is going to play as well.
1: That's good. Um, give me the Titans.
0: Yeah, I'll take the Titans as well. Um, in that one. I don't see anything right now on the Titans <laughs> indicating that he won't play, but don't quote me on that. Um, yeah. uh, Chiefs-Broncos. Ugh, that might be the biggest disparity.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. What is the stat? If they keep teams under... If they were able to score 17, they'd be like 10-2 and two or something like that?
0: Something like that. The Broncos' offense is just horrendous. <laughs>
1: Hey, I don't know why everyone's going at, at Russ. I only could get like eight people at my birthday parties. Like that's not that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Actually, so- none of the football team came to my birthday party.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Got to be, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tough for me to sit here and say that it's all Russ's fault. But, it is, <laughs> wow, wow! How bad? How <laughs> how how much? How the tables have turned at the beginning of the season when I went. I can't believe the Broncos got Russell Wilson. Now it's like I'm so happy they got Russell Wilson. <laughs> um, they should have traded for Gino. Golly, they should have. Um, speaking of Gino, they play the Panthers this weekend. Uh, well, I picked
1: the Chiefs. Um, no, I figured, yeah. <laughs> uh, give me give me Seahawks.
0: Yeah. 49ers bucks, take 49ers, I think.
1: That's a good game. It is. But Tampa Bay is not good. Stinks. Give
0: me, give me the Niners. Stinks on ice. Uh, I think Dolphins I'll, Chargers. I think I'll I think I'll take the Niners. Okay, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Dolphins Chargers.
1: The that Miami LA the Miami Niners. Um, I'll take Miami. Two has got needs to bounce back. That was a bad game that he played.
0: Yeah. After opening the game with a 75-yard touchdown pass, just an absolute dart.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, he had uh, 240 of his 290 yards on two throws. Damn. <laughs> like that just goes to show any three picks. I mean, and a 49ers'
0: defense is nasty. Or two picks on uh, a
1: fumble, something like that. But yeah.
0: And then Patriots Cardinals. Cardinals are coming off of a bye.
1: That's a gross game.
0: And they're at home. Yeah, it's the Monday night game.
1: I don't, I can't predict anything that can happen <laughs> in that game. <laughs> no, uh, no. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Arizona because New England's offense back to back weeks has looked dreadful.
0: It is pretty bad yeah i'll take the Cardinals as well so we're only one we're only on one game right now uh, which is the minnesota detroit so we went from nine to one but in all honesty there are not a lot of games that feel super tight this week um i know the jets and the bills that one might be tough but if it's super freaking cold in buffalo i I don't know. I still think the Bills are much better than the Jets. I know yeah. the Jets beat them this year. I know they did, but I. Now the Bills lost Von Miller for the season. That was a big. That's a big loss. Yeah, that's um, tough
1: for for him, especially with uh, his age now.
0: Yeah, but I still think the Bills are going to run away with that game. Um, the Eagles Giants could be fun. Could be close. The Giants have played everybody tight. I forget what you think about the Giants. They've played everybody really tight. Um, But that's it. I mean, the Chargers-Dolphins might have a chance to be good, but I think the Dolphins are a class above the Chargers. I think to me, honestly, uh, aside from the Raider game, the most interesting game this weekend is the vikings Lions game. I really do.
1: Yeah, this this is kind of tough. Jacksonville-Tennessee might be something. Could be fun. But I think I've I've certainly sold stock in Jacksonville since their start early in the year when I called them the new Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, yeah. They have not looked like that. No. But Tua being named to being up there in the Pro Bowl voting does kind of give me some glimmer of hope that I can still make picks. Um, I want to kind of pick the Chargers, but I've picked the Chargers the last couple of weeks and they failed me.
0: My MVP vote for Jalen Hurts felt – got a really good boost last week against the Titans, that 380 for three touchdowns. That was – I was sitting there, I was like, yes, yes I oh. yeah. I still think Mahomes.
1: Yeah, I can't see a game that we switch. I can't pick the Giants. They just tie with the Commanders
0: it's fine if we have one i mean we had so much disparity last week maybe it'll be fun to just let it hinder on one game um yeah but but yeah there just doesn't feel like one that's reasonable to flip on let me i'm just gonna look next week and see what the games are the following week oh yeah so the 49ers seahawks that's a thursday night game that'll be fun um dolphins bills that's huge uh lions jets that feels infinitely better than jets bills um bucks bangles could be fun um giants commanders that game last week was a lot of fun um so if it's anything like if it's anything like uh the game last week then that might be that might be cool um titans chargers could be cool um bears eagles Look, I think the Eagles are going to blow the doors off of the Bears, but it'll be fun to watch Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields on the same field together. Um, so, yeah, not a, uh, doesn't feel like a super I don't know, competitive week in the NFL compared to some of the last ones. Um, not a lot of uh, like marquee matchups, but nonetheless, it still should be fun. So, yeah. Um, Thank you all so much for sticking with us to the end of the episode. We really do appreciate it. Um, We hope you all have a wonderful week. Um, And a quick recommendation, if you have time this weekend, I would highly recommend going to see the movie The Menu. Uh, Bree and I just watched that um, yesterday. And I cannot recommend that movie. That was outstanding. Um, Very, very good. Very, very good. So if you got time... Uh, it's only about an hour and 45 minutes, short movie, fun watch, and uh, yeah. So uh, that'll be it for me. Bye.
1: <laughs> I'll just wait for it to come out on Netflix. Do you think I got time to go see a movie? I mean, it is.
0: I feel, I really feel bad for you, mainly, I mean, tough out here. for how much you're working, but you're just missing out on good movies, and I know you're a movie guy, and it really just pains me.
1: Yeah, I'm waiting. Um I logged into my Disney Plus. You know, um tomorrow, uh, early morning, Oregon v Nebraska, NCAA tournament, college volleyball. Nice. And Jen and I can't watch it even though she is a big Nebraska fan. And I'm obviously an Oregon fan.
0: Oh, because you're gonna be at work.
1: Um but those, it's like 8 a.m. Hmm. Um, I think uh, this I've been watching the NCAA tournament for volleyball. Good time, really good time, a lot of high-level players. Um, a lot of good teams just if you get not have a good feel, you'll watch some volleyball.
0: Have you been watching the World Cup?
1: No, that ended. <laughs>
0: i for yeah (laughs) yeah
1: i'm pretty sure that ended like early last week
0: right unfortunately unfortunately
1: is that still going on
0: (laughs) 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 i know that portugal just absolutely annihilated uh switzerland um Mm -hmm. recently but all right well like i said we're at the end of the episode and at the end of the good time that we shared And um, if it means all the same to you guys, then uh, have a wonderful week. Be happy.